Yo, yo. What it do? What it do, what it do? Special, special live. Live on a Wednesday morning. Going into uh, week 17 now, man. We already here. <clears throat> you, know, you know how that season go, man. As soon as um, November hit, season fly by. Fast forward, man. We got some teams kind of separate themselves. I know, um, you know, in the last couple of episodes, we've been talking about contenders. Um, you know, who, who who looks good going into the playoffs? You still rocking with uh, the Chiefs as your favorite in the AFC? Right now, uh, man. Right now, I am. Right now, I am. I know. Um, I know you've been high on the Bills, and obviously, man, that 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 outing they put they had on um on Monday night was huge. Um, man to man pot alum Stephon Diggs went oh, crazy. Man. Um, shout out to him. Um, Josh Allen still showing um, his whole process, man, of him becoming a. We seen it in front of our eyes, man, how he's just becoming one of the elite quarterbacks in the in the NFL. But I'm still going to stand on the Kansas City Chiefs, man, coming out the um, the AFC. Um, how you feel? Where you where you where you where you at with it? Yeah, you know, you know, I've been back and forth. I've been. Um... I don't know. I must have felt tell for the bait. They done threw out there saying that, hey, Kansas City not looking like they got the killer instinct. But then you look at their record and they 14 and one. So they stacking wins. Um, they ain't all pretty, but a win is a win. So, but I mean, after watching that Monday night performance, and you know, I was already high on the bills. Seeing Josh Allen come out and do what he did, you know, getting over that mental hump with uh, Belichick. Um, I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with the hot hand going into the playoffs, man. I'm gonna take the Bills as my favorite um, coming out of the AFC, man. I may look so you, crazy. So you said you said uh, the Bills got the hot hand in Kansas City. They don't. I mean, you've been watching. You've been yeah. watching. Like I said, they've been winning. But we talked about on the last episode. AJ Terrell bring that bring that pick down. So that's an ugly loss to the Falcons. But um, you know, if this is a fifth, we'll all be drunk. Win is a win, but I like, I like, man. It's just about Josh Allen doing it on that big, big stage now. Can he, you know, elevate his game on that big stage? And you know, it's to be de- determined. But I'm rocking with him for now. Nah, that's what it is. That's what it is. Um, you know, shit. I won't be disappointed if the Bills, if the Bills, um, you know, came out of the AFC. Like I said, uh, like you've been saying, that shit, the Bills they playing real good ball, real good ball. So we'll see. We'll see. But who who else after those top two? I feel like we both agree that's the top two. AFC top two. Um, shit, we kind of talked about it. You know, you got Pittsburgh, um, and you got Baltimore. Um, I think Baltimore's playing really well right now. After they had they kind of lull in the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Pittsburgh, the same thing. After you know they three consecutive losses, they came off with a big win against the against the Colts against our Colts. Um, so I would say those four right there. Um, after the after after um Kansas City, after Buffalo, I would go Pittsburgh and then I would go Baltimore. Yeah, man. Um, Pittsburgh started off hot, but we talked about it last week. I don't think they should have been resting their starters this um, you know, this week and, at all. And I know it makes sense from a um, I guess a health situation, but you know, they lost three games, had a comeback win against the Colts, a big win. But um, I feel like they need to be playing and playing well going into these playoffs. And you just you just counted out. You just left the Browns, the Ravens, Colts. They're not even in the picture, huh? I said I said the Ravens after the after oh, Pittsburgh. Okay. 
Um, but you know the the Colts, man. They, like like we kind of talked about, they got they got to win, and some other things got to happen for them to get in. So, um, so until they're in the picture, we can we can talk about yeah. that. You know what I mean? But as far as like right now, um, the Browns, um, you know, I I like the formula for the Browns. You know, obviously it was a tough loss against the Jets, but obviously has I had a lot of guys missing no receivers. Yeah. So, but I like I like the formula that the Browns have. You know, um, obviously. Um, in the offs, you got to have a, a a stern defense and in a run game, and they have that. Obviously, yeah. with the two 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 um two backs <laughs> that they have, um, and the defense that they have, I think they could do some things and make some noise. But do you trust um, Baker though? You trust Baker Mayfield on that stage? I, I I I'll trust. I can I'll trust him for what um if they if they, if they do it right you know what i mean if you lean on the run game and you lean on the defense and you don't yeah. expose him if you don't put him out there I, i'll trust him you know what i mean hand the ball off um get him out the pocket like we kind of we kind of we talked about this um earlier in the season yep. where where you will get him out the pocket and make the reads easy for him you know what i mean where he doesn't have to scan the entire field roll him out you know what i mean and obviously with that with that run game that play action you know um it's going to garner the attention of the of the linebacker stepping up. So there's some things that the offensive coordinator can do um, mm -hmm. to help Baker, especially like I keep I keep iterating, um, having those two backs back there is big. Yeah, that's huge. Them, those backs lean on you as them games go on, especially you know you've seen them have success with Baker. You know Baker set up off that play action and all that's going good, but I just feel like at some point in time you're gonna need your quarterback to come back from a couple possessions or a ten point game. And I don't know if I could trust Six to do it, man. I think mm -hmm. he had three, three fumbles, lost two of them. And uh, obviously he was down uh, four receivers, threw the ball 53 times. So the Jets did a good job stopping that run. But um, I just don't know if I can trust him. I know on that side, we talked about Pat Mahomes. We talked about um, uh, Josh Allen and the Bills. But then after that, you know, looking at the quarterbacks, who are the most dangerous uh, quarterbacks? I would I would probably say Lamar yeah. Jackson would probably yeah, for, for sure. Lamar Jackson, um, you got Phillip Rivers if they can get in, but we depending on some help. So what do the Colts need? Colts need a win. Plus a Baltimore loss or tie. And who and Baltimore has or or Indy win plus Cleveland loss or tie. Or Indy win plus Miami loss or tie. Man, let's just see. I hate even having to look at this shit, man. Mm -hmm. it's, it's ugly when you get to this point in the season. You got to play a game, and you know, obviously, you're gonna focus on that opponent. But when you got to look to like you scoreboard watching, man, that's the worst feeling. It is. It is. Um, <clears throat> on that, and on that NFC, man. That's you know, uh, been, Go ahead. I've been um. You know, I've been creeping on that on that Seattle Seahawks bandwagon for the last few weeks. Yeah. I'm um, saying that defense could potentially get better down the stretch. Um, Russell Wilson still don't look like that Russell Wilson out the gate. So it'd be interesting to see if he can flip that switch at going in the playoffs. But after the Packers, no, they probably with, my they probably my second favorite team over there. I'm gonna go with the Saints. You still um, got the Saints still? Yeah, I'm gonna um after after the Packers, I'm gonna go to Saints. Um, I'll put Seattle after, after, um, after the Saints mm -hmm. and, and then from there, man, um, 
Shit, you can you can throw the you can throw some some teams in a hat and throw the hat in the air, man, and let them fall where they may, man. It's kind of <laughs> it's kind of crazy after after number three. Um, we kind of we were talking about the Rams, man. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point coming down the stretch where they was looking real good, you know what I mean? Defense flying around, offense was was doing their things. Um, not sure. Uh, what's up with golf? Um, he had surgery. I think he's he, um, right? yeah, definitely gonna be out for week seventeen. Mm-hmm. Not sure if he's gonna return for the uh, playoffs. Right. So that's that's a huge that's huge yeah. right there. Um, and then you know you can kind of trickle on down um, to shit. You got the Washington football team, um, but they shit. they still not even really in yet. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I was about to say you got the Washington <laughs> football team. You got the Cowboys. And you still got the Giants, who you know what I mean. We don't know who's gonna who's gonna fill that fill that spot. So the NFC, man, I think after after those top three teams, man, shit. I mean, it's just, you can roll your dice with that. So you don't sound like you got too much faith in the Bucks. You're hot on the Bucks coming in. You don't I don't think Tom Brady can get hot in the yeah, playoffs. Tom, Tom Brady can definitely get hot. Like come on now, <laughs> let's not be let's, let's not get crazy. Um, I don't know. We talk about playoffs and not even mention the TV twelve yeah, over here. You know, it you just know, seems you know, that's my fault. I, got, I get my I get my own neck for that one. But um, <laughs> but yeah, now the Bucks too, man. Bucks, Bucks, but um. Yeah, like you said, it's kind of a, it's kind of a talk. Obviously, if the Rams if the Rams don't have a quarterback, if they don't have golf, they don't have a chance. Um, I think this would be their first the first action for their backup quarterback. Um, I think Dallas sneaks his way into the playoffs. You think Dallas won't get it? Yeah, I think Washington's gonna lose, man. Um, you know, they're going with a backup as well, cutting Dwayne Haskins. You know, end up going to backup. I don't think Alex Smith is um is gonna be able to play this week. The last I saw, at least. But um, yeah. So I think so. Dallas is gonna have to win, and um, if Washington loses, wait, hold on. We got the um scenario in the um yeah. Jump. That'd be crazy, man. Dallas, Dallas, Dallas win. What is it? So Dallas win plus Washington lost a tie. Mm-hmm. But Dallas top plus Washington loss. So yeah, I think I think Dallas go get in there, man. And I want them to too. I just want to hear their fans. I just want to hear the Cowboys fans get excited for a Super Bowl run. I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to hear. The Bears, what about the Bears? The Bears, they in seven, they in seven right now. Mighty Mitch making himself some money right man, now. I told you that last episode, man. Like, ain't no, no, no telling, man. The way he, I'm pretty, I know he has a ton of confidence right now, just the way he's been playing the last couple of weeks. And you, and you've been saying it all, all years for that defense. That's a, um, that's a championship winning caliber defense that they have. So absolutely. Um, so with that, man, like you know, that's another. I would say on the NFC um, side, a sleeper. As far as you know, not wanting to go in there and play the Bears, or um, you you seeing the Bears on your um, on your schedule, thinking that's going to be a layup, but uh, but they they're playing well right now. Yeah, they are, man. And it's the mm-hmm. time. It's the time to get hot. Money making, Mitch. It's the time to get hot. Big Brody in the chat. Can't see. Uh. But yeah, man. And uh, later on, in fifteen minutes actually, we got a very special guest. Um, AB's former teammate. Mm-hmm. 
Anthony Booger, McFarland. You got the uh the Twitter, the Twitter, Twitter rocking this week. So uh, we're gonna have a conversation, important conversation, man. Um around 10 30, he's gonna jump on with us. We're gonna take a little break right before then. He's gonna jump us with us. Jump on with us and have a uh, you know, man-to-man conversation. Much needed dialogue. I know A B looking forward to catching up with his old teammate. No, for sure, for sure. But like you said, man, he uh he uh, had some comments, man. So we just wanted him to dive into that, man. Explain what he where he was coming from, mm-hmm. um, and really, you know, like D. Bud said, it's what this this part is all about, man to man. You know what I mean? So we're gonna challenge each other with this uh, with this with this uh, dialogue we're gonna have, man. So if y'all got any questions? Um, some respectful questions. Yeah, keep respectfully. Keep keep that shit respectful. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if you got some questions, put them in the chat. And if we got time, we'll definitely um ask book um as well. But like I said, man, keep it keep it respect respectful. That's a fact. That's a fact. Real shot got, man. Talking about these damn playoffs. <clears throat> man, sure. While we while we talking about it, sure, we we full in this this NBA season as well. While we while we sitting here talking, man. What, what you um, think about uh Kyrie and KD low managing already, man. man that's some bull. <laughs> four games in, man. Four games in, like I mean, I know you know KD coming off the um the Achilles injury, so I can yeah I can possibly understand that. Um, I think Kyrie had a um he had a he he, he had an injury too. Um, but shit, yeah, I, I mean he, had, I mean, he missed a bunch of time, bunch of time um, last, last year. Last year, so I'm like four games in. Like, come on, fellas! Like, that's what the fans is looking for. You know what I mean? Like, this is what we, this is what we want to see. We want to see that that one-two um, dynamic duo. So, I think it's some BS, man. Uh, low management going into into the fourth game or after the fourth game. Like, um, that's I mean, you got. I, I play the devil's advocate. You know, you got to be. You got to be. Uh, you know, you got to kind of be. Get ahead of you know preventer. Ounce, ounce prevention is worth a ton of cure. These are our superstars. These are the guy, you know, had a long, long offseason, a lot of time away from basketball, man. You know, get these times. It's no rest of the long season, man. I want to see these guys. Hey, we got a chance to win it all, man. We got exactly. a chance to win it all. So I so, want these guys, you know, healthy. Number one, first and foremost, their health. So um, if they low managing four four games in, I'm cool with that. So who who the top who the top player in the NBA right now? I mean, it's LeBron James. I'm not about to go right. on that. Right. I'm not about to even go out. Right. Well, I, yeah. I made that mistake last year, yeah. jumping on the Kawhi Leonard train. The best player in basketball is number 23 in L.A. All right, I mean, what, what year is this for him? Damn, is this 18? It's 18 for him, right? So who was, a, who was, a, who was a, the, 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 the last two teams to play in the bubble last year? The Heat and Lakers. Where? Four games in. <laughs> My man, 18 years in. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, <coughs> bro, LeBron built different, man. Nah, nah. Like I, 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 I can't, I can't get this man. 18 years in. He, um, shit, he only had, he only had Most two. He only had two minutes, and he, and he, he come back and he rocking. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm so that's that's why, like, when I most, hey, look, respect the, the KD, Kyrie. Them dudes are phenomenal. Uh, phenomenal players, man. But it's just like I don't know. It's, I don't know. 
Four games. I feel four, four games four, in. Four games in. But hey, man. And I get what, man, because I, I got, I, I got to protect him, dog. Protect him from what? Um, I mean, what they, you, they, what, they've what, had what, some, some major injuries, some major injuries. So it's no, I mean, it's the, it's the fourth game of the season. Like, so, know, so why you sitting down? Play, play three, wrestle for one. Play five, wrestle for one. Maybe play seven, eight, right? You know, make sure everything responded correctly. And then, you know, by the time you hit, you know, game 50, now we know exactly what we got. And we got a plan going forward for that, you know, that championship run. But right now, with the two superstars who've had injury issues at this point in their career, I don't have a problem with wrestling. That's just me. Yeah, you crazy. That's as just hell. me, man. That's you crazy just me. As hell. Three, you four know? games in, and, and both y'all sitting at the same time. Like I could, man, nah. Hey, so we got to um, see, Tom put it in here. Steve Nash, big alternative health guy. Yo, so I get, it, I get all that. Shit sound I'm good. Sure I, in the... It shit sound good. It's four, <laughs> we, four, we four games in, man. Like we, 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 big, we big boys up here, man. It's four games in. Now look, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even. <clears throat> I get as far as coming off the injury, like I said, with KD coming off the Achilles, you gotta you gotta be smart. You know what I mean? But four games in with two of the the, the best players in the league, I would say you know top five, top ten in the league. Yeah, right. Thirty six, thirty six yeah. years old. What you think about? Uh, I got a question in the chat. The Suns, man, are they for real? I was excited about them. I know in my group chat once the trade went through, once they got Chris Paul. I said, you know, I I like him as a four, four to six seed going into the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, with that, I think with that, with that they'll make that they have. they'll make the playoffs, but I mean, I think that's got to be it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just to keep yeah, no. it keep it all the way above, like you know, what I mean, they will be much better than what they were last year. Chris Paul gonna bring you a different dynamic that you that um that you would love to have on your team, just to experience his leadership. Um, and he can still ball, you know what I mean? Add him with Booker and um and I, you know what I mean? I think that's gonna be a good, a good call. But just playing in that West, man, you, you get that West is is deep, it's tough. So they will make the alls, but you see you see anybody challenging the Lakers on that West? Um I mean, I, I think it's some teams that'll give them um, a run for their money, but I still got I got the Lakers coming out of the um out of the West, you know, that bullshit. That um the Clippers <laughs> the Clippers put up uh the uh, night losing by <laughs> losing by uh, by fifty and that we bro. got we got beat by damn near fifty two by the by the Bucks yeah but um my Heat uh, yeah. what's going on man yeah so but um coming out of that West I got a Lakers coming out of the West man then obviously you got the Clippers you got the Nuggets um shoot uh Jazz uh the the Mavericks, you know what I mean? You can throw Phoenix mm -hmm. in there. You can throw um, Portland in there. So that West is deep, man. The West is deep. Facts, always. I got, um, yeah, they coming out. They coming back. Ain't nobody stopping that, man. Yeah. Like Mavericks may take a step. Pelicans, I, I like the Pelicans early, but, you know, they, they the Warriors, I hate to see stuff out there like that, man. I hate to see my boy out there like that, man. Hey, hey, I hate it too, but shit. You one of the now, greatest. Now, now you one of the greatest. Now you get to exactly. see what it feel like to have to carry a mile, huh? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So I hate I hate to see it too. Obviously, you want to see everybody at full strength. So the the um 
the playing field is even, man. But that's, I mean, it's what it's about. You know what I mean? So um, he got to gotta carry that load. I know this shit's going to be tough, but he got to carry it. It's a fact. Shit, man. Um, <clears throat> going to jump out and let, uh, let Booger jump in in a few minutes. You know, drop y'all questions. Like you said, like AG said, man, keep it respectful. Should be some good conversation. Uh, you know, you're going to enjoy I enjoy it, man. So y'all obviously y'all drop your input in, man. We're looking forward to it. Y'all hang in with us, man. Yeah, we'll be back in five. Back at it again, the man of man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Got a very, very special guest in the building. Can y'all hear me? Is the mic? Yeah, we yeah, got it. Okay, okay. Yeah, bet, bet, bet. Yeah, we got very, very special guest in the building, man. Anthony Booger McFarland uh, played nine years in the NFL, two-time Super Bowl champ, man. Uh, you know, doing some great things with ESPN post-football career. Um, obviously, with some comments made, we're going to jump into that. But before that, man, I want to just welcome you to the Man to Man pod. I'll talk about you, your path, your journey, man. Welcome. Hey, man, glad to be here, man. I, I, I met both of you guys a little bit more intimately with Twan. I played with Twan when he was a little youngster. Yeah. And I had an opportunity to meet you, D. Butler, uh, yep. as far as this broadcasting journey that we both on, man. Glad to be here. Thanks for inviting me, man. No, I appreciate you, bro. appreciate you for joining the show, man. So, like D. Butler said, man, obviously we're going to talk about the, the comments made earlier. But but here, man, let's just talk about, you know, <clears throat> your, your, your history, man, and just um, your journey um and, and how it all started for you know where you you know your background where you come from and um what a love of the game come from as well so man i was born in louisiana man uh i'm a middle child uh i got an older sister younger brother my mother raised all three of us on eighteen thousand dollars a year man on welfare i grew up in winsboro louisiana and the only dream i ever had man the only goal i ever had was figuring out a way out like trying to get out of my town because mm-hmm. the only thing I knew was my town. And the biggest thing we had was Walmart. And so I grew up, man, with that dream, man. And I, I wasn't like a super recruited athlete. My freshman and sophomore year in high school, I didn't play at all. And finally, my junior year, I got an opportunity to play. And by the time I rolled into a senior, I started getting recruited. And I got a scholarship to LSU. Um, literally, the first time I stayed outside of my town in my life was when I went to Baton Rouge. Um, changed my life down there, man. I was a four year starter. Um, I, I often say I, w- I was born um, in, in Winsboro, but I was made in Baton Rouge, you know, because I grew up down there. I learned how to be a man. I had so many father figures in my life, dude, because my dad wasn't around. So I mm-hmm. had to have a lot of dudes who I still um, confide in today that played the father role for me. And so that was great, you know, because my mother, she did everything she could. But I think we all know men have to teach men how to be men. Mothers can only do so much. And so I had to have that role played by men. And, and it was great, man. And I got drafted in Tampa, played nine years, uh, won two rings, man. Uh, met a lot of great people. Uh, Tony Dungy is one of my great mentors in life, man, just how he lives his life. And, you know, I retired at 30. So I played nine years. And, you know, you, you guys can relate to this. So I retired at 30, and it's like, now what? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, you got a lot of money, also got a lot of free time. I got married, started a family. And then four years in, it's like, man, I can't play golf every day now, D. Butler. I can't, <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't tee it up every day. And I, I got a call one day from a buddy of mine named Jerry P. Tuck, and he's like, hey, they're starting an FM station in Tampa. Do you want to audition? And I'm like, okay, sure. 
And CBS started a station called 98.7 The Fan. And I started doing local radio, man, from 3 to 7 every day. And that's how my broadcasting career got started. And I went from the SEC Network to ABC to Monday Night Football to what I'm doing now, which is NFL Countdown, doing NFL Primetime with Chris Berman, uh, doing some college football stuff, man. So it has been an amazing journey. It's been a lot of ups and downs. Uh, yep. But through it, but through it all, I think if you'd have told me when if, when I first started, it's kind of like the first Steelers. If I would have told you that the Steelers would be twelve and three at the beginning of the season, everybody be like, <laughs> yeah. "Great, good." But if I told you they was going to get there after eleven and zero, now we look at it a different way. And so I, yeah. I just look at where I am now, man. I'm I'm fully blessed and uh, highly favored, man. So when you, when you were playing the game, did you did you see yourself in media after? Because I know we're we're you know we're this is a form of media as well, and I right. I didn't really see myself doing this when I was playing, but um, was that a vision you had for yourself to make it all the way, you know, to Monday night football? That's the, that's the pinnacle of it. So um, did you, was that the, the goal from the jump? No, I never was, man. Never was. Mm -hmm. I, uh, you know, when I got into this, I enjoyed talking, man. Like I, like I enjoy this. Like that's why when you reached out, the baller can mm -hmm. tell you when he reached out, it was like, sure, dude, there was no hesitation. Yep, yep. I, don't, I don't need to go through a whole lot of, let's talk it up, man. Because I, mm -hmm. I enjoy conversation. I enjoy dialogue. Um, I've been doing this all my life, though, D. Butler. So back at the crib, we just call it sitting on the front porch boards. Yeah. Now, there's a red light. There's a camera. So you got to be a little bit more grammatically correct. You can't do mm -hmm. certain things. But I've been doing this all my life. I just get paid to do it now. So this is fun for me. Talking about football is fun. I enjoy reaching people. I enjoy talking to people. I enjoy making people think. And I also enjoy having my own point of view. Uh, I think mm -hmm. people that know me um know that i'm my own man like, I, I i have no problem going left if everybody else goes right because usually there's a reason why i'm doing it yeah yeah so even even with the media man um you know football for us that came easy you know what i mean that came easy that's something that we did um you know growing up as far as the media man and even with me and d but when we started this you know i'm thinking that you know it was gonna be easy but uh, when the camera comes on, it's it's a, it's a different feel. So for you, man, um, how was that transition? Like, is it still some things that you're learning to this day as far as the media world? Um, and how different is it from lacing them, you know, lacing the, lacing the cleats up and putting the helmet on? Well, there are so many similarities from the standpoint of preparation and hard work and the work behind the scenes that nobody sees. And I, I think that's the thing that uh, those are the similarities and, and, and the, 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 the grind getting up in the morning, watching tape. You know, back in the day, we got up and we went and worked out. And we were sweating. Mm -hmm. uh, we was out there on that grass. Now I'm sitting in the office. I got the, I got the clicker in my hand, and I'm sitting there trying to figure out, man, how come, how come anybody can't realize that if you're playing Kyler Murray, keep him in the pocket? Like, mm -hmm. don't let him outside the pocket. Finally, Bill Belichick yep. did that. I'm, I'm sitting there watching the Indianapolis coach trying to figure out, why don't they run the football more, play action pass, and allow Phillip Rivers to be comfortable don't let him throw it 45 times. So I'm, I'm watching the game and I'm developing my own nuances, but the similarities are the same. Preparation, hard work gives you a key to success. It doesn't matter what field you're in, whether it's playing football, whether it's being an accountant or a banker, it really doesn't matter, man. It, it's all about the preparation and the journey and, and figuring out how you're going to uh, create a path to success, right? Because I think yep. that's ultimately what we're all trying to do. We're trying to create a path to be successful. And there's so many different ways. I'm a country boy. My mother mm -hmm. used to tell me, son, there's so many different ways to skin a cat. So many yep. different ways. You just got to figure out what your way is. 
Who who was that person? Um, because you said you had a lot of fa- father figures, and uh, you know where in Baton Rouge where you became a man, and then going, but like 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 Twan said, football that's easy. Once you know how to do it, what to do, you're gonna get after it if you want it. As far as this media side, I'm sure you had to have um somebody who kind of showed you the ropes, taught you the game, kind of that mentor. Um, who, who who was that that you know guy or woman? So the first person to give me confidence, man, was. James Brown. So I, I Twan and I don't oh, know, man. but yeah, Triple but D Butler, you know. So I I went to that broadcast boot camp, and man, I'm in there, and, and I got turned down the first year. Okay, mm-hmm. second year I go back, and I'm going through the whole thing. We're doing interviews, we're writing the stuff on the prompter, and I'm just having fun, man, because this is new. A little nervous because I realize it's an opportunity that not a lot of people get, and, and me having been turned down, I know that. So during that whole little three day session, James Brown pulled me aside, and he said, "Man." I don't know what it is, but you got something. He mm-hmm. said, and just, just just keep cultivating that, keep nurturing that. Whatever. I, I can't tell you what it is today, but my spirit is telling me to tell you you got something. And D brother, that changed my life. That's all I needed. Yeah. yeah. Here's a here's James Brown telling me that I got something. You, you know what that did to me? Like that that brings mm-hmm. confidence into me, man. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and and that just got me along my journey, man. And you go to um Mike Greenberg, Dari Noka, Kevin Nagandi, um, my agents, man, people that have been in my life. I've always admired Chris Carter uh, by how he carried himself on, on the big screen, just mm-hmm. as far as being to speak his mind, being able to have his own point of view. So, like, those are the people who I've watched. Troy Eggman was another one. Like, when I, yeah. when I, I never thought about doing games, but if I ever did, I admired the hell out of Troy Eggman. So, those are the people who touched me personally and physically and also that i watch from afar to kind of get me motivated to do what i'm doing now Word. You, do you ever see yourself getting into coaching or you know what? You kinda, or you see yourself staying in this media lane nah you know what man i, I started a family i got a 13 and 9 year old coaching takes a lot of time mm-hmm. if i were going to coach it would probably be later on but i want to be hands-on with this 13 to nine year old man, to make sure I put my thumb on him. You know what I'm saying? Uh, because I didn't, because like, as I told y'all when we started, I didn't have that. Okay? Yeah. I didn't, I, I wasn't the daddy that was around. So my job now is to give them better than I had. My job is to, is to be that thumbprint on them and the mold and raise this 13 to nine year old. So I'm, I'm looking forward to doing that, man. And um, coaching maybe one day, but right yeah. now I'm, I'm not into the whole coaching thing. I want to be able to be in this, this form that I'm in now. Because mm-hmm. I can touch people, I can talk about the game, and here's the most important part. Man, I wake up, I feel great. I, don't, I ain't got to take no <laughs> Toradol shots. I ain't got to get no ice. Yeah, yeah. No ice tub. Like, it is the best of both worlds, man. Nah, for sure. For sure. And, yeah. I, and I want to talk about that, too, real quick, because that's, that's important as well. Obviously, with, you know, this year being so challenging for, for everybody. Um, you know, we talked earlier off camera about you getting on that Peloton and how it kind of changed your life. You know, what adjustments have you made in your, you know, your physical fitness and your, your own health um, during this uh, pandemic? Man, just trying not to be a fat ass, dude. Like, really. <laughs> like, you know, uh, p- people see me post about the Peloton all the time. They're probably like, man, who is this dude? He's just arrogant, bragging. But mm-hmm. I was 337 pounds at one point. And I look myself in the mirror and I'm like, dude, like my mother died of a heart attack. Seriously, at 50 mm-hmm. years old. This was yeah. two years. This was a year before I came to Indy, Twan. Yeah. My, my mother passed away of a heart attack. And I never, I saw my mother being obese. Um, 
But like, who am I to tell my mom, hey, mom, lose some weight? Like, I couldn't do it. Like, it's my mama, man. Like, you can't, yeah. I'm supposed to tell you that stuff. So I didn't yeah. tell her anything. And I, I, I finally, I had that kind of epiphany with myself. I looked in the mirror and I'm like, dude, you got to be around for your children. And so I went on this mm-hmm. weight loss journey, man. And I was out there running and all that stuff and losing weight. And finally, you know, a couple years into the journey, I lost 45 pounds, but my knee was bothering me. And I had to have mm-hmm. my knee cleaned out. And Doc was like, hey, man, you need to stop running. Get on your bike. I'm like, Doc, man, black people don't ride stationary bikes. Man. <laughs> like, that's not what we do. Yep. And he's like, have you ever tried a Peloton? I said, no. And I tried it the first time. And my my butt was hurting like the worst, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I went out and I bought those shorts with the, with the pad and cushion. And I got back on that thing, man. And it tapped into my soul, dude, because you got the competitiveness. Yeah. You got the yep. music. You can do it anytime you want to. I can compete against you guys around the world. Yep. And dude, I'm 380 rides in. Uh, I went from 337. I'm 280 now. I feel Ooh, great. Okay. Um, yeah. Like I, I'm, I'm just enjoying life. So I'm, I am proud of what I've done. And Peloton has been a, a, a really good avenue for me. So uh, I'm gonna always praise Peloton. People are like, man, do they pay? Like, nah, it ain't about money, man. I, I, I just I just appreciate the machine, you know? Shit, health is wealth, <laughs> Get too. Get that check, man. Get that yeah. check. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, like you said, health is wealth, too. So, you know Absolutely. what I mean? Yeah. You feeling good mentally, physically, man. That's, that's 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 the that's the most important part. But, but shoot, man, let's jump into it, man. Obviously, you know, um, as you just kind of mentioned, you know, one thing about, you know, what you like about being on the screen and, and, and talking ball and being able to – to um express your 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 viewpoints and your opinions and you know you're not worried about going left if everybody is going right um right. obviously you know we kind of you've been seeing with Dwayne Haskins man and um that whole situation down there in, in Washington and um you made some comments just as far as um where you thought you know um his mindset was where some of the young younger guys um coming into the league where their mindsets are as far as um building their brand um so let's 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 just talk about that like just like where were you coming from with that so it, it, like we understand the whole conversation so my conversation and if you go back and listen i used a couple of keywords the first thing i used was the word all so my message was to all players okay you know people looked at it and said well, why can you didn't call out the white guys why can you didn't say something about the white guys okay i said all players but specifically look at me all right Mm-hmm. I'm a black man. All right? yep. I understand what this journey is like being a young black athlete in this country. I specifically understand what it's like being a young black African-American football player in a league that's 70% black. So after I started with the word all, I wanted to drill down specifically to me and us, to the African-American football player. And over my 20 plus years in and around the NFL, I think we all can name names of guys who didn't take the job series. I think we all can name names of guys who didn't um, didn't put themselves in the best situation, who, who didn't apply themselves to the job. And so when you're on TV, I don't have 10 minutes. So I'm, I don't have 10 minutes to go through and list everybody. And so mm-hmm. I gave a general message to all these young players that I've seen. And I'm tired of seeing young guys. Dwayne Haskins was just the jumping off point. He was just the, the latest example of what we've seen of a young player coming into this league, and they don't take the job seriously. Again, my initial message was to all players, but I'm talking specifically to the majority of us who make up 70% of this league. 
And so I, I yeah. think the message the message got construed because yeah. everyone seems to think that I'm pointing the finger at just the black people. No, let's yeah. listen. I said all players, but look at me. I'm a young African-American man, and I'm passionate about this now because I've seen yeah. too many of us who throw away our career. And this is a billion-dollar business, man. So I used, used that platform the other night to just say, hey, man, before we concern ourselves with building a brand, let's first build a career. OK, before we concern ourselves with trying to build so many different things, let's 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 get ourselves established with the foundation. It's no different than building a house, man. You don't worry about the amenities and, and the crown molding until you get the foundation poured. Like we got yeah. to get the foundation poured. And Dwayne Haskins was just an example. I wasn't trying to call him out. It was just an example. And so my message overall was to specifically, again, all players, but drilling down a little deeper to the young black players coming into this league, man. Let's do better, man. Let's take advantage of this opportunity that we have because I personally, and you guys can share if you want to, I personally have seen too many of us throw away this opportunity by worrying about the amenities and the crown molding without first building the foundation first. Yeah, and I, I think we've, you know, we've all experienced that, you know, with, you know, all players, black, white, and different, but when you when you this is where this is where this is where you lost me because I'm, I'm watching i'm like oh man i know boogie just say mm-hmm. what the, when you when you dealt when you drilled down to the african-americans because the, uh, the majority of us felt like it was no reason to to drill it and isolate the african-american players and then to connect you know dwayne haskins and uh, jamarcus russell like it's been many failures between that black and white quarterback absolutely in those situations had nothing to do. That's like comparing, you know, Ryan Leaf to, you know, uh, another uh, flame out quarterback, Johnny Manziel, you know, who came to the league. Like, those are two completely different um, situations. So when you drill it down to the African-Americans and then the quarterbacks, when we have, especially now, we have so many examples of, you know, black quarterbacks doing it the right way on and off the field, whether it's Russell Wilson, um, Pat Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, you know, the list goes, Jacoby Brissett, the list goes on. So, when we see that, especially from one of us, because it kind of empowers that that narrative that's always been behind the black athlete, the lazy black athlete, or the 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 brat or the whatever, um, and he doesn't take these things serious. When we know the overwhelming majority of players, not just quarterbacks, but players that are African American, take this job, you know, with the seriousness of hey, the main thing is the main thing, and at the same time, I'm gonna build this brand alongside it. So. For us, I know for me, and I'm speaking, I know I'm probably speaking for a lot of people now because you've seen the, the tweets and all that. And that's why I reached out. I'm like, I'd rather have a conversation because right. I was like, damn, like, you know, I, I, I done met Booger before. That's not the guy. As soon as I heard, I'm like, oh, man, like, but man, he looking like, you know, it's looking, I don't like how this looking right now. So, right. Um, so that's what, that's where I'm at with it. And I, and I understood where you were coming from, but I felt like the whole message was lost as soon as you isolated the african-american players because okay, so it's a generational thing too that we'll never understand with the social media as well but yeah go right. ahead let's do it so let me ask you a question so when i drill down or broadcasting or media 101 we talk from a a a, a stance of or, or a, a a platform of experience right so mm-hmm. like when we're on tv we talk from our experience that that gives us an opportunity to be personable like that's that's broadcasting 101 so when i'm drilling down talking specifically about the african-american player i'm talking about me like that's me i'm not pointing the finger at anybody 
I'm drilling down to my personal experience. And so mm-hmm. it's impossible for me to drill down. And I respect your point about I didn't have to drill down and isolate African-American, but that's me. That is me right there. I'm not white. I'm not Johnny Manziel. I'm not Ryan Lee. I said all, to your point, you heard me say all, mm-hmm. and then I drilled down because I wanted to make it personal because this matters to me. Like, this is not something that, you know, Booger's just getting on TV trying to grant. And no, nah, man, this matters to me. I'm 43 years old. I have been blessed to go through the cycle of the NFL, come out the other end, and I'm in my second career at ESPN Broadcasting. So I want all these young players, all, but specifically, man, I want the black people to make it because I've been fortunate enough to. So to your point, D-Burl, I will push back a little bit. Yes, mm-hmm. I, I could have done it and just been very general, but to me, that's not personal. Personal to me was when I drilled down. And it was, it, it, it was never a quarterback thing. Like this isn't a quarterback thing. This is a this is a player thing for me. Yeah, but I'm saying when you compare it to to Jamarcus Russell, then it's like all right. Because that's now, and, 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 and for us, for the younger, I would say generation, and it, and it's kind of been you know, I know I speak for myself once again, but like we see guys, you know, either your age, maybe a little older, and sometimes it seems like in the media, dang, this guy going super hard for this on this situation when. You know, he's a young, he's a young, you know, 20, 21, 22 year old. And and then if we're going to really talk about the issues, let's look at Ohio State. You cover college ball. You know, that's not the cleanest program. It hasn't been when he was there. Then he went to the Washington organization, which we know was right now, even with their owners. So he's been around these rocky cultures his whole career. And yeah, he made some very stupid decisions in the middle of a pandemic. But to not only do that and, you know, what, how you feel about him, that's how you feel about him. I respect that. But when you cast that general net, um, that's when it was like, damn, Booger, like I feel what you're trying to say, but nah, you, you, you lost me with that. And, um, and I know you, you try to make it personal, and, and that's important. I think it's, it's even more important for us to, to show these dudes, to tell these dudes, because a lot of this is like we don't know what we don't know. You know yeah. what I mean? A lot, a lot of us. And it's like not only on the football side of it, that's important, but – it is important to build your brand alongside that. Now, understand football is the reason you had this platform, but that brand should serve you a lot longer than this game will. And like you leverage your relationship, you leverage your network into you know where you are today. And it's not a lot of us, but everybody ain't Booger McFarlane. Everybody ain't you know everybody can't do that, can't do it the way you did it. But it's a lot of things that we can teach these cats off the field that's going to set them up for success later. So I feel like. We just, I, just, I just hate when we going back and forth this type of way, and it's like, man, we need to be on the same page telling these dudes the same, you know, really some real game as opposed to, you know, making it harder, making it easier for people to jump on that. Oh, yeah, they lazy. They do this because now when Justin Fields coming out in the draft, now they're going to be, oh, what's up? What, right. is he another Dwayne Haskins, you know. So, um, you know, that's where I kind of got my feelings about it, I guess. To your point, Twan, and, I, and I, I'm going to give it to you right now, Twan, but let me say this. Um you know, when you look at it overall, as far as building the brand, and, 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 and I think this is where we disagree a little bit, and, and, and we can agree to disagree. Um, yeah. I built the foundation first. So my rookie, mm-hmm. rookie year, second year, even though social media wasn't prevalent, I wasn't doing a bunch of off the field things because I knew I needed to establish my career. And Absolutely. I played nine years doing it a certain way. Uh, I talked to a lot of other veteran players, and obviously, I get it. Times are different now. It's totally different. Yeah, like, like I, all the stuff these kids are doing now is totally different. But I would just say my advice to any of them would be: 
make sure the main thing is the main thing because I know without no football, without no base, all the other stuff don't matter. Go ahead, Twan. Now, nah, but but I think the, another key thing that you just kind of said is that the the times is different. You know what I mean? The times are really different from when you entered the when you first entered the league. Even when I first entered the league, it was just Facebook, right? So right. now you have all these other other avenues where players, and especially a quarterback, where we all know quarterback are the main players um, that are able to get those those deals off the field. Yeah, in football. So you, in football, you, you have to. I feel as though now, if I and I always say myself, if I would have, um, if one thing I could have done differently in my career was kind of focus more on my brand while I was while I was hot. You know what I'm saying? And I think that these younger players, they're noticing that. You know what I'm right. saying? Where um some of the older guys are kind of saying like like what I just mentioned. So I don't I, I agree with you as far as keep the main thing the main thing because at the end of the day, if you're not on that field, if you're not throwing those passes, if you're not catching those passes, you won't be able to um <clears throat> you know you know leverage your your celebrity. But yeah. I also I also believe that they do have to focus on their brand and their brand as we all know is for one is the name on the back of your jersey you know what i mean yep. so so with the twitter with the with the TikTok, you know juju get a lot of um backlash as far as you know dancing on the on the logos for the TikTok. but shit, like what is he bringing in off from the TikTok? that's his brand you know what i mean right, but let me so, ask you this one let me ask you this okay all right mm -hmm. and, and we can use that as an, that as an example and, yeah and now we can get into the x and o like yeah. correct me if i'm wrong Juju ain't been over 100 since AB left, right? <laughs> you right. Okay, like, seriously, right. Like, like, like Juju ain't been over yeah. 100 since AB left. You but right. continuing to cause distractions for our team. Like, does that make sense to us? Like, I mean, just talk football with me for a second. We, we, okay. we are. We are. Because we, I think we come from the same pedigree as far as the. Um, Absolutely. The, we, come from, we come from the same pedigree. Like, because even, even, even I was kind of looking like, you know, if, if I was, a, if I, when I came to that uh, <laughs> Indianapolis, Indianapolis coach locker room, and I was dancing on some logos. <laughs> My OGs would be like, yo, bro, sit your ass down somewhere. Like, <laughs> we trying to win a game. I get that. I get yeah. that. But but again, you got to fast forward to 2020 and his presence on TikTok. You know what I mean? And then was, we weren't talking about that when they were 10 and 0. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't as, it, they it, were it was, but it wasn't that distraction wasn't until, that distraction you know, until that team. They, yeah. Until the, until the three losses. And, you know what I mean? And, so and, and even if, they had lost those games. If he was giving you six for one forty and two tugs, <laughs> nobody would care. I mean, I, 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 agree, I agree. I agree with that. And 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 I, I'm from everything I've seen and heard about Juju. He's a hard worker. We know. Hey, some things, some years is just not going your way. And and I don't think honestly he was ever going. He was going to be that elite number one. To be honest, I think he's a very very good number two receiver. If you're talking Absolute, about X and O's yeah, football. Now we hit the nail on the head. That, that's real. That's yeah, real. you know, and then there's some other. As a receiver, it's a lot of things that got to go right for you to have good years. So, um, like I said, I, I can't put it all on him when he's not performing. When he was doing those same thing when he was performing, and like like AB said to them, that that presence off the field, he's the highest selling jersey. That's you know non quarterback in the league, and that's yeah, because I mean, of the things he does off the field. And if I'm yeah, if I'm not gonna be a Pro Bowler. I better I better have this this set up for me off the field when I'm moving up, you know, for the next ten years. For sure, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, man, we we appreciate you, man. I know you you're a busy man. You got to get running, man. But uh, you know, if there's anything else you want to say or any 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 other points you want to hit, no, I mean, I would just like to add, 
Yeah, I, I would just like to add, man, that like if, if you just listen to the whole two minute, 11 second clip that I posted, um, mm-hmm. I mean, we just drill down to it a little bit more. But I, man, listen, I feel passionate about this. And, mm-hmm. you know, for the people who think that it was a generalization, I can I can see that. Uh, but I, I make this personal to me, man. Like, again, we talked about it earlier. I'm a young black athlete who grew up in Winsboro, Louisiana. Uh, mother raised three kids on welfare, $18,000 a year, man. I made it through the NFL. And I'm, everything I got, football has provided for me in my life, man. So I'm passionate about mm-hmm. this, man. I don't want to see these young brothers throw it away. But I also recognize that it's a different time and we got to do yeah. different things. But when I see a young man, it doesn't matter. Dwayne, again, Haskins was just the example, okay? When, yeah. t- take take the take the name away and just say again i'm gonna use the same language on my way out of this 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 great podcast that you guys did my message is to all players all players okay all players make mistakes white black everyone all that what that's what all means all players but it's personal to me man so i'm talking to specifically the african americans man these young guys coming into this league man make the main thing the main thing man Okay, all right. I'm not trying to create a narrative. I'm not trying to build a narrative or go along with the narrative that the white people think that black people don't work hard. And let's move past that. I'm a young black man that's made it 43 years old. I've been fortunate enough to be where I am today. And I'm trying to give wisdom back to these young guys. So if if if, if it kind of rubs you the wrong way, okay. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm totally fine with that. But I want you to know that this brother cares about you. Okay. How do we get better, man? Make the main thing the main thing, okay? Yeah. I had coaches in the NFL reach out to me yesterday. Come talk to my team. I had coaches in college come. Hey, come talk to my team. This is a message that needs to be heard, and I feel bad a little bit that in two minutes and fifteen seconds on Monday night, I uh, you know I, I created a shitstorm because people interpreted. I left things to be interpreted a certain way, and that's okay. I'll, I'll deal with that. Yeah. Uh, but my message is still the same. All yeah. players, I, I, all players. I mean, it's a good, it's a great, it's a great message. Great, but yeah. I, 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 and that's that's why I wanted to have this conversation with you because I don't want the message to be lost, lost with the yeah. with the delivery in the package. And in my opinion, this is my humble opinion. Obviously, you are a grown man. It, the, the 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 packaging was wrong once you did once you isolated the the black quarterback. That's where whatever you say. Just like when the people try to make the we won't even get into that, but. Um, so that, that's all I was saying. I want to just have this 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 message really packaged the right way, so it's yeah, really it's hitting good. home and really you know, so people receiving it, man. And um, you know, we're not dividing each other. But hey, great conversation, man. Great conversation. Always. We'd love to Always. have you back anytime you're available. And um, you know, keep 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 trailblazing. Hey man, love what y'all doing, Twan man. Congrats on a great career, man. Love what you're doing right now. Love you, dude. Enjoy being teammates, Super Bowl champs, D brothers. It, it it gives me nothing but pride, man. When I see guys who who went the same idea, man, through that broadcast boot camp, who out here grinding, man, who who using their their, their, their social media and explaining football. I've learned so much about yep. DB play watching you. Thank you, man. Appreciate. Hey, you. I appreciate you. I appreciate Anytime you. Anytime you need me, let me know, dude. Appreciate thank you, man. Before you, before you go, I just want to tell you thank you again, man. Like I said, when I reached out to you on uh, privately, thank you for you know pouring into me, you know, because sitting down, getting a chance to meet you, having a chance to have that lunch with you. Um, that was inspiring to me to see, you know, somebody look like me doing it. So um, thank you for that, man. Anytime, man. All right, take care. All right, bro. Later. Yep. Man, that was a great convo right there, man. Um, again, appreciate book. 
Um, appreciate D Buck, man. You uh you expressing yourself, man, and really um, you know, a lot of people were feeling the same way you was feeling. Um, I was yeah. kind of feeling I was feeling the same way when I seen it. I'm like, <laughs> not, not not bug, but yeah, um, but like you said, man, being able to get him on here and um express what he was feeling, express how you how you felt. I think a lot of other people felt. Um, so that was a great convo, man. Great discussion. Yeah, um, man. Appreciate Book Book joining us too. Obviously, he yeah. didn't have to do that. So jumping on with us, you know, having an open dialogue. Um, and that's all it is, man. Conversation. Sometimes we all when that mic when that mic is hot and that when that red light is on, it's different. You can say some things and mean something completely different. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you know you're gonna be like, "Hey, man, I meant it this way." We all been in an argument with that person where it's like, you know, you said what you said, but the intention or hit wrong. So on. Um, no, sure. But once again, man, thank Book for coming on. Um, great convo and hopefully it leads to you know more discussions and more actions behind it, man. We're gonna yeah. start, you know, creating some change for the you know generations behind us. Yeah. Yeah, man, because like you said, man, like <clears throat> times is different, bro. Like times is different. Um and I wish I wish I came in with that mindset. Yeah, and you know, even me, I'm not a big social media guy. So, like, even if I was coming in, I, I probably wouldn't have tapped into it like you know, some of these guys are now. Mm-hmm. Um, but just the mindset of, as far as the brand, you know what I'm saying? And doing more, um, off the field, because my thing was keep the main thing, the main thing, like, you right. know what I mean? Like, yo, I'm, I'm working out, I'm going, I'm watching film or whatever the case may be. But <clears throat> when I grew, it was like, okay, well, it, it's, it's more than this. Like, you know, I could be a billion dollar business in myself, you know what I mean? A multi-million dollar, um, in yep. myself, if I would have applied myself and if I would have got the team, you know what I mean? So, and creating, so, creating and those, cre- le- leveraging your, your, um, you know, your power, your success, and, your notability exactly. into relationships. Yep. Into relationships. And, and that's one thing I did, I did not do to the best of my mm-hmm. ability. So I can't knock the guys and the young guys that are doing it now. Even, like I say, even if it wasn't something that I would have done or that I did mm-hmm. do, um, because now what, what are we trying to do? We're trying to, you know, use our celebrity or whatever the case may be in our relationships to, to elevate. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know what I mean? I, we can't. And a lot of times it seems like way where the old, it's a lot, there. it's a lot of money out there to be made too. <laughs> like, like it's a lot of like, it's a lot of people that are YouTubers that are game streamers that are influencers that are making more money than football players. So exactly. No if question. you're in a position where you already got that platform, where you're not starting from zero followers, you already got X amount of followers while you are the receiver for that team or the DB for that team or the quarterback for that team. So, um, and like you said, it's you keep the main thing, the main thing. That goes without saying. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, like you said um, to Boog, like you wish you started earlier. And it, and it may not be the, the brand as far as building the social media. It may be you want to get into commercial real estate. Or you yeah. want to get the res- residential real estate and you start yeah. to leverage those and you want to get in the franchising and uh, you start building your brand out there to feel that way because, um, you know, that's what's going to make the difference in the, in the long haul. Because if you just locked in and focused on football, you lost once you get yeah, once you <laughs> get to like the real world, you yeah, were you lost. Yeah. And it's like, damn, you starting from, you know, square zero. And that's tough to do regardless of what you got, you know, in that bank, regardless square. of what kind of nest egg you got. <laughs> Square zero. I ain't never heard that one before. I heard of square one, but I ain't never heard of square zero. Square square, square zero. You ain't even that one. You got zero. That's a new one right there. You, 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 you in the world 26. You don't know yeah. how, to, how to send a, a Zoom invite. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah.
That was good, good, good conversation, though. Good conversation. Good convo, man. Uh, when we back? Back on Friday? Or Friday. We yeah, we back yeah, Friday. We back Friday, man. We back yeah. Friday. Keep rocking with us, man. Like the stream, subscribe, five star review, all that stuff. Tell a tell a friend to tell a friend. Yeah. Um, but some good conversation. Hope y'all enjoyed it. Man, y'all have a good happy hump day, man. Y'all have a good Wednesday, man. <clears throat> happy hump day, happy new year, all, all that. Be safe. Yeah. We out. We out.